Hey, welcome to the How to Write a Novel podcast. I'm on the beach where I uh, traditionally slip and fall and hurt myself. But man, the water is lower than I've ever seen. It's awesome. It's just this huge beach. Sometimes it's like this little tiny narrow band and it's like horizontal mountain climbing. It is so hard to make it across this little tiny bit of shore with its slippery rocks and shit. Today is super easy. So yesterday was a terrible day for writing. I think the worst I've had since I started this podcast. And it was one of those things where it was just uh, just resistance, you know, just the classic resistance that every artist must face every day till the day they fucking die. Hard to say where it comes from. I was definitely a little under-rested. There's something about this Airbnb I met. It's like it's haunted. It's such a beautiful place. It's this awesome place. The only reason I could even afford to stay there is because it's the low season. No one is traveling. They slash the prices to like half price. But I can never sleep well there. I think it's the temperature. I can sleep through cold. I grew up in the frozen Eastern Canada fucking tundra. Cold actually, I sleep better, but heat. I'll never understand people who enjoy being hot. My kind of philosophy is you shouldn't be perspiring at all. If you have a single bead of sweat anywhere on your body, it's too hot. That's what that means. It means it's too hot and your body's trying to cool down. Basically, I'm the most stereotypical Canadian you could ever fucking imagine. So yesterday, I recorded yesterday's episode of the podcast and then I went to this little coffee shop that I like and I could just, it's just like that feeling, that feeling of just not wanting to exercise your brain enough to do creative work. And more than that, because it's not just laziness, it's like you just feel that gaping maw of doom of just like just like you're staring into the abyss of just like something just fundamentally seems so off and so wrong of like this just seems impossible to do this is just too much and I just couldn't summon even the ability to like wrap my head conceptually around why that might be and what that means and why like I couldn't untangle it it's just like god this just sucks and uh, I read some books. I watched some little YouTube videos that I had preloaded on my phone. There's actually this guy, he does videos about magic cards, Magic the Gathering. I used to play that back in the 90s. And uh, I just like watching this guy's videos because it just reminds me of those days. What was his name? He's a huge magic card YouTuber. He's easy to find. He did like a 45 minute video about the history of how the card borders have changed over 25 years in Magic. I watched the whole thing and like that's a bad sign. Usually I watch 10 minutes of shit and then that's enough to kind of settle me in. The fact that I watched this whole 45 minute thing and loved it. I love shit like that. But that was a bad sign. And yeah, I just couldn't do it. What I ended up doing is I still did something. I wrote three lines of dialogue, which is very little. And then I went back a few chapters to when these two characters who were talking 
to the chapter where they first met. And I sort of scanned over that, gave it a quick reread just to get a sense of like where are they in relation to one another? You know, let's just get more of a, let's remind myself of the tone of like, okay, who are these people? What's going on here? And that's it. That's all I did. I eventually just gave up and then I went back home and I edited yesterday's podcast. But what I thought was interesting is, uh, since I'm still relatively new into this podcast, is seeing how the podcast reflects back on the writing of a book. Because I've been pretty happy with most of these podcasts. I've got a few little outtake segments here and there that didn't quite work out. But overall, I'm like, yeah, I think this is a cool idea. This podcast is kind of neat. I don't know who's going to listen to the whole thing, but I mean, it'll be neat just to have, even if somebody only listens to like one episode per week or one per month, you know, just to get an overview of the process even. I think there's a lot of ways that chronicling the writing of a novel is just a neat idea that could be cool. And I'm pretty happy with how they've been turning out. But yesterday's episode, I didn't like it. I was like, this episode is boring. It's like, I was mostly talking about minimalism, which I think it could be an interesting topic in regards to writing. The idea of just uh, removing obstacles and uh, taking away distractions in your life. And that's one easy way to do it. If you just only own enough stuff to fit in a book bag, it really takes away a lot of distractions, just literally because you don't own as many things and because uh, you're not tied down to living in one place. And there's a whole level of kind of existential angst that can come of that, of like, at least for me, of like, I can't believe I'm still in this neighborhood, I'm still in this city, I'm still just doing this thing that I'm doing. To just go somewhere else would really shake shit up. But you can't do that if you're tied down. Like, I think that could be an interesting topic. But I approached it from the angle of, I have a lot of books, too many books, and I don't like those ebooks, but I got a bunch of ebooks and I'm starting to come around on the ebooks. Like, who fucking gives a shit, Grandpa? Welcome to fucking 15 years ago. <laughs> That's not interesting. I'm glad that episode was only 20 minutes long because even just listening back to it, I'm like, this is boring. I wouldn't listen to this. Thank God this is over. Which uh, I think is the first time I felt that way about this podcast, too. It's like some episodes are better than others, but that was the first one where it's like if I hadn't already dedicated myself to recording every day, I would have just left that one out. I'm like, what a waste of time. Stop rambling. Who cares about this? This shit. But what that made me realize that I thought was interesting, having that reflection now of the podcast and the working on the book, is that it wasn't coincidence, I think, that I didn't have it in me to do any worthwhile writing yesterday and that I also did a bad podcast. I just didn't have it yesterday. Whatever little spark of creativity or of joie de vivre or of just fucking looking at the world in an interesting way or feeling like you have something to express, yesterday I just did not have it. So it's kind of neat to have that kind of reflected and validated and uh, reinforced that yesterday was just not my day. Because that's going to happen. There's going to be plenty of days like that. 
And I think this also helps reinforce the overall idea I've been pitching that I think it's very important to work every day to pick a primary project and to always put it first, to make sure that you work on it every day, no matter what, you don't let go, but that what you actually do in any given day is not that important. Because there's gonna be days when you just don't have it. You just don't have it and there's nothing you can do about it. And on those days, that's when I think it's a terrible idea to push. Like yesterday, if I had been one of these people that's like, fuck, I gotta get my thousand words, my 500 words, or any amount of words, they're not gonna be good, because I just did not have it. And I'm gonna make myself miserable. Like that's the kind of grinding yourself down that is gonna stick with you. Like I would have still felt that today. I would still be demoralized today if I had made myself that miserable yesterday. And for what? Just to get a little, because work takes a long time. You get a little bit every day and it adds up. So I would have just like damaged myself for output that isn't even worth getting that was gonna be no good, that was gonna be thrown away, that was gonna go nowhere. So I think that's the wrong place to exert your will. It takes a lot of will to finish a large artistic project. It takes a lot of will to write a book. It takes a lot of will to finish things. But you gotta know where to expend that will because you only have so much. You only have so much force of will. You only have so much strength. So that wasn't where I should be aiming my focus. The fact that I only wrote three sentences and did a little bit of looking back and just refreshing myself about the state of my story, that's fine. That's fine that that's all I did. That's all I had in me. I did sit down and I did face down my book and I did something and that's enough. Now where I think flexing your force of will is important where it's valuable to batten down the hatches and barrel down on things and to force yourself is in the larger picture. Because the reason I think it's so important and why kind of my number one main piece of advice or just method for finishing a novel, the reason I keep harping on about do something every day, never miss a day, make sure that chain doesn't break, just keep doing something every day, is because that's what finally led to me finishing a book. My nonfiction book that I wrote about the video game The Last of Us was the first time I had ever finished a book. And it was a lot easier to write than a novel. But that I finished, it's like it can't be overstated how much difference it makes to finish as opposed to not finishing. I mean, it's an infinite difference. It's zero and one. If you don't finish, what you've done ultimately is kind of nothing. And if you do finish, you're still only at, like I've said before, you're still only at the start line. That's still just the beginning of the process, but it's a whole new world that opens up. And it's one of those things, like a lot of things in life, where you might think you know what it's like. You might conceptualize of what it's like. You might think your way through, like, oh, this will lead to this and this will lead to that. But you'll never know what it's like until you're there. You'll never really know till you do it. And finishing a book, just the enormity of it, just 
the intense difference of like, it's just the difference between yes and no. It's all in or all out. It's like when you finish a book, it can go places. Your life can progress. There's so many other things that can happen. Where if you don't finish, you don't finish and you'll never finish. And that's what's been happening to me for like the past 15 years before that is I would work and work and work, but I would just fall off a project and start working on something else and fall off of that and start working on something else until I had 15 or 20 years worth of writing, just a, a sick amount of writing. I've got so much writing, but none of it is necessarily worth anything. I mean, it's, it's still potentially valuable for future projects as grist for the mill, as notes and as ideas, but its value compared to that one book I finished is fucking nothing. And when I felt that difference, it's like I'm never going back. <laughs> I'm never going back to that old way. I'm never gonna let that happen again. I figured out what to do. I figured out how to finish a book. And the trick is to just be tenacious, to just hold on, to not break the chain, to work every day a little bit at a time until it's done. That's the only way. It's the only thing that has worked. It's the only thing that has changed my output. It's, it's what changed my whole life as a writer, is feeling that feeling and knowing that this is the only way. There is no shortcut, there's no magic route. If you let go, it's over. You can't let go. Doesn't matter if you don't get much done each day, but you have to hold on, you have to. And that really came into focus yesterday because I'm just, I'm in the middle of this book. I'm like in the early middle of this novel. My notes are less valuable. Things are getting more abstract. It's getting more difficult. It's going very slow. I've got a lot of shit for the ending. Big bombastic ending shit, but I'm not there yet. I'm not even close. And with a day as demoralizing as yesterday was, where I felt that bad about sitting down and working, and I just, the resistance was just pushing me so hard that I just didn't want to do it. Yesterday was the day, traditionally, that I would have stopped. It doesn't matter that I've been working on this thing for three and a half months. It doesn't matter that I'm 13 chapters deep. It doesn't matter that I've conceptualized a whole plan. It doesn't matter that this could be a real book. This could be a real thing if I just stuck with it. I've been here many times, but all you need is that bad day. And, and it's sneaky because you don't decide to stop. It's never a distinct decision of like, fuck this, I'm gonna stop. What it would have been and what I felt yesterday is I'm just gonna take a break. I'm just gonna take a break for, you know, in, in my mind I might think like, I'm gonna take a break today. But a little deeper in my mind, I would know what that really meant. I'm gonna take a break for two weeks. Let's just take a break for two weeks. Let's go work on something else. And then we'll come back to this and maybe we'll be refreshed. But then I would never come back or I would come back in two months and not have a sense of what I'm doing anymore and feel lost in my own story and disjointed and like I'm working on a new thing halfway through the old thing and then that would throw me off and 
And I guess what I've learned now that I'm an old ass man at 38 years old with fucking 10 or 12 failed novels behind me is there is no end to this. There's never going to be a time when that pattern stops unless you marshal all of your fucking will to keeping that from happening. Because if you just take a break, take a break, uh, I'm still working, I'm still working every day, I'll just work on something else. And then work on something else, and work on something else, and work on something else, and it's just perpetual forever, and nothing gets finished. And once I finally felt that feeling of having something finished, it's like, fuck it, man, never again, never again. Now that I know that I can finish a book, like I've got that under my belt, that is in that is in me for all time. Like that little personal achievement is done. I finished a book. I've been from A to, to Z with that. I know I can do it again. And that gave me so much confidence now to know that this is what I gotta do to achieve that goal. I gotta work every day, I gotta never stop. That I won't stop, you know, I just won't. I think there were maybe two or three days in that first three months that I did miss a day. And that's one of the reasons I started this podcast, to not miss any more days. There's no more missing a day. Because even that Last of Us book, it was so tough. Like there was a period where I was about three quarters done and it's just like, it seemed so hard. I was looking for like all kinds of weird strategies. Like uh, the way people do weird stuff on Twitch, like people design games on Twitch and people watch them design the game. I was like, what if I wrote a book about a video game on Twitch just so I could have, if I'm lucky, one or two people watch me just so someone would be there to see that I'm doing it to kind of spur me on. Like it was tough to do. But I did it once and now I know I can do it again and I will do it again. And yeah, yesterday it was just kind of an eye-opening day because that's the day. That absolutely, in all of my previous attempts at writing a novel, that would have been the end. And it doesn't seem like a big deal because it's not. It's just one day. Just one day where I just don't have it. and. Uh, and I would just say like, you know what, I better just, I better just move along for, just for a bit, just for now. I'll just move on to something else. I'll work on something else. And that had to happen to me many times before I realized that it was a pattern and that if that pattern continues, I will never finish anything. It'll never happen. And in particular, uh, like I came up with a, a new story idea just a few days ago that I, I might talk about later, maybe tomorrow, whatever, one of these episodes. But it's just like, it's a dumb idea and it's a whole different kind of book, but that would have been enough. That would have totally been enough. It's like, oh, I had that other idea for a thing. Let's just focus on that for a couple of weeks. Let's just flesh that out. Let's just see what I can get out of it. And that's fine. That's not even a bad idea, but that's gotta come second. That's gotta come after I work on this book. And if I work on this book and I still feel like I got some gas in the tank that day and I still feel like I wanna write some stuff and work on some writing, then I can go work on the second project. But it has to be second. It has to be second. This thing has to be the thing. This has to be all that I put my primary focus on until it's done. And that could take years, but that's what has to happen. That's how you be a writer. If I really want to be a writer, that's how it happens. That's how other people make it happen. And that's also how 
so many people, including myself, fail to make it happen is because they're not tenacious enough. So I guess that's the point I wanted to make is it does take a huge force of will. It does take daily exertion of, of your energy, of like just saying to yourself, it doesn't matter about anything else going on in my life. It doesn't matter about anything else going on in the world. It doesn't matter about the existential pointlessness of anything, of the universe, of the world, of the planet, of the fucking, we're all gonna die someday. Doesn't matter. None of that matters. You just gotta make yourself work every day. And at the same time, if you have those days like yesterday where you just don't get it and it's just not working, that's not where to exert your energy. You need that energy. You need that energy for what's actually important. And what's actually important is the big picture. What's actually important is not breaking the chain. So don't waste that energy forcing yourself to write to excess on a day when it's not coming when the flow is not there, because you're not gonna get anything good anyway. That's not how good ideas come. You're not gonna stumble upon some brilliant thing if you're forcing yourself to write words with your own blood. You need that energy. And you need that energy focused solely on trying again tomorrow. Because if you just try again tomorrow every day, You'll make it to the end. You'll eventually make it. But if you stop, it could be the tiniest little stop. The tiniest little... You know, I guess like I said, I probably averaged one day that I missed per month. Obviously that wasn't enough to throw me off, but I feel like that's still not a good idea. <laughs> that's still something that should be avoided because it's like, I mean, like this beach I'm on, like these fucking clamshells, like, that's the, that's the grain of sand that turns into the pearl, is that one day off. But the pearl in this case is failure, <laughs> the failure pearl. Am I making this clear? Is this as clear as this analogy could be? All it takes is the start. You just gotta, just gotta let, let in the failure. Just give it that one little foothold and it'll just take over. And it's so fucking sneaky. Like that book, The War of Art really is a cool little book because it it's it does such a good job of describing this process of like you didn't mean to quit you didn't even realize that you did quit but suddenly it's two months six months eight months two years later and you're like when did i quit when did that happen and it happened because you let go you let go and you can't let go like if this is shadow of the colossus you don't need to stab the dude in the head right this second you can stab him in the head later you just need to not let go right now. <laughs> That's what's important. When you're getting shook around, don't let go. So also the nice thing about looking at stuff on a grand scale is you do also realize that those days when everything seems very tough aren't that big a deal. In the grand scheme of things, there's no reason why one day where things aren't working out should be so ruinous or should throw such a monkey wrench into a project. Because in this case, what I realized, just sleeping on it, thinking it over, is the problem is really right now, I just, I don't have any notes for this part. Like, I have all kinds of notes for this story based on arguing, based on the two characters butting heads. Because that is what the whole book is about. But not what this part of the book is about. This part of the book is about them 
becoming friends enough that they're at least hanging out. Like, in order to facilitate these conversations, the only reason they would be talking and be having these arguments is because they have a reason to be hanging out in the first place. That's where I gotta get to. And I have zero notes about that. I have literally nothing about how are these two gonna become friends. All I've got is, like, he's assigned to be her liaison on this space station, but that's not enough. If you don't want to hang out with somebody, you're going to find ways not to hang out with them. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You're certainly not going to have extended conversations with these people. Like, you're just it's not going to happen. You can't be forced into that. So that's what I realized is like, okay, that's where I'm at now. I've got to come up with a thing that I have no notes for that I didn't even think about. I got to go off road, like whatever guideposts and helping hands and notes and ideas that I had, they are not helping me right now. They're not helpful, they're not applicable, because they, they don't exist. But once I knew that and had that clear in my head, it's like, then it seems kind of exciting. It's like, all right, I'm going off-road, man. I'm fucking blazing a weird trail. I'm hacking my machete through the jungle right now. I just gotta, this is completely by the seat of my pants. I've just gotta come up with this as I go. And uh, just this morning, I was at a Tim Hortons, and I wrote quite a good little chunk of stuff, because now that I'm looking at it the right way, it doesn't seem scary anymore. It doesn't seem like I'm failing or I've suddenly hit this point where this book can't proceed anymore. I just needed to recalibrate, reconceptualize what exactly I'm doing right now, what kind of writing this is. Because I talked a pretty good length earlier in this podcast series about how important I think it is to have an outline and to have notes and to have things to fall back on and to have an ending even. But I hadn't hit a point yet in this story where I didn't. Like, I'm just not covered in this area. I've got nothing. But I've written by the seat of my pants plenty of times. I've written tons of rambly... I mean, in a, in a way, I've written 15 years worth of rambly shit that I never finished, and that's when this is handy. It's like, oh, this is actually no problem. I've done this all the time. Like, if, if for the next week, the next two weeks, who knows how long till I get back to a stable place where my outline will work again, if I just have to come up with some shit each day, that's fine, I can do that. I just need to know that that's what I'm doing and not worry about it, not worry that I don't have notes and that the way I was writing previously isn't gonna work. Now that I just know that, that's what I needed a day off for. That's why bearing down yesterday would not have been helpful. I had to sleep on it and figure out how I'm proceeding before I can proceed. But the important thing is that I tried. The important thing is that I did put in time yesterday and time today and time tomorrow. I didn't get stuck and just say, well, fuck it, I'm not gonna work on it today. And in fact, let's take the rest of the week off. Like none of that, none of that. Cause as soon as you start, it's so easy to give up. It's so easy. And anything that you didn't finish in your life, it doesn't seem like you gave up, but that's what happened. When you look back on things, it's like, wow, I gave up on all of that shit. Cause I, and it's not like you should guilt yourself about it. Maybe you just had the wrong technique. Maybe you had the wrong workflow. Maybe most likely you were focusing the mental energy that you have each day in the wrong place. That's what I was doing. I was trying to focus on the day. Let's get something good today. Let's make today count. And then when I have no energy to work tomorrow, then I'm fucked, and then it's all over, <laughs> you know? All right, so I don't know. 
I hope that made some sense. I hope that's maybe handy to someone. It's definitely handy to me. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling all right about this shit. It was, yeah, night and day. I mean, that today I wrote relatively easily and it felt so different from yesterday. Today was kind of back to my normal feeling of like, I didn't start writing right away. I got to this uh, Tim Hortons and uh, I read a little bit from a book that I had, but then I just kind of like was getting anxious to start writing because I'm like, fuck this book. I don't want to read this book. I want to write my book. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's the feeling you want. That's the good feeling to just, you know, maybe ease yourself in. You don't have to push, but you do have to be consistent forever. <laughs> that's the part that can never stop. That's the part that has to just always, always show up is every day. That's the part that you need to flex is that you need to do something every day. Okay, for song of the day, this is actually, this is a, a brand new song that I uh, just found out about. It's this band 12 Foot Ninja that my cousin Dan recommended to me because he introduced me to Faith No More way back when we were kids with the real thing. And I became a huge Mike Patton fan and especially Mr. Bungle. I fucking love Mr. Bungle. Oh, fuck you wind, I'm almost done. Come on, can you just wait for fucking two minutes? And Mr. Bungle has been defunct for 20 fucking years, but he's like, man, you should check this band out. I bet you like them. They do sound like Mr. Bungle and Faith No More. And in one of the little YouTube videos I saw, the drummer guy was wearing a uh, Disco Volante t-shirt, which is my favorite Mr. Bungle album. Maybe my favorite album. So I was like, yeah, these guys are cool. So I haven't really dug into them very much yet, but uh, this song stood out to me. It's called Oxygen. And what I like about Mr. Bungle that I think relates to writing is Mr. Bungle's a really weird band. Like they really switch it up a lot, do a lot of weird fucking tone shifts and things. And I guess to each person it varies how much of that you have tolerance for, because you know, some bands get real crazy with it and some bands don't get crazy enough with it. To me, Mr. Bungle was just perfect. And the way that kind of a, a silliness can reinforce the cool parts, the same way with writing that like humor and comedy can make drama more resonant. They can really play off each other well if you do it right. So like with Mr. Bungle, I mean, especially Disco Volante, there's some like almost hard to listen to parts of that album, but it's like you're swimming through muck and then you get to this beautiful oasis and the oasis seems better because of the muck you had to go through to get there. And this is like a little a smaller version of that is the same feeling I get. Like this is much less wacky than Mr. Bungle, but but this song, it starts kind of bouncy, just kind of a silly little, little ska rhythm. And then the first chorus is kind of cool. But then by the second chorus, it's like you're just in the middle of an epic story. Like I feel like I'm on a fucking snowy cliffside and uh, there's like fucking snow and wind pelting me and I'm just like wearing a animal fur and I'm just holding on for dear life. And it's just like, wow, epic. And then right after that, it really calms out. It just super calms down. And I just love those dynamic shifts. That shit is great. So here is Oxygen by 12 Foot Ninja, and I will see you tomorrow. Wade into the water. Step into the beauty of the sun. Remember why you came here. To realize the truth forever home. And I'll say Stand sealed your fate by the way.
future fades by the way